Welcome to the Damn Strong Podcast. I'm your host, Bree, and I'm a full-time online fitness coach, and my passion is to educate women on all things fitness. I help women just like you step into the power of knowledge and commitment to ultimately live your best and strongest life. In this podcast, we'll talk about being damn strong in our body, mind, and life. I'll be teaching you how to navigate nutrition, strength training, and mindset challenges. So get ready to take some notes because we're building a damn strong life. Hello, welcome, welcome to today's episode of how to actually crush your fitness goals, not just before the summer season, not just before that vacation you're going on or holiday you're going on, but year round. And this is something I was really excited to talk on because this is exactly what I struggled with when it came to my fitness journey for years, years, not weeks, not months. For years, I yo-yoed and I said, screw it. And I feel guilty and I get back on track per se. And then I'd say, screw it. I'd feel guilty and I get back on track and round and round and round it went. And I finally just got tired of it. I got so tired of the yo-yoing that I was like, look, I've got to dig deeper. I've got to figure out what is the issue because it's me. I'm the one that's keeping myself from my goals and I have to dig down and figure out what it is that I'm doing to either self-sabotage or just not setting myself up for success, right? I just was setting myself up for failure and how was I doing that? And so I've separated this podcast into five parts, kind of five steps on how to crush your goals. Um, And we'll go through those things. And I, you know, some of these things you might be like, well, duh, Brie, I know that. Well, It doesn't come, you know, common sense to everyone on how to set their goals and not only set them, but make sure that you're actually successful in completing and following through with those. And some of you guys just need a little kick in the ass. Y'all should be a reminder of like, you're right. I need to be doing this. I know I'm supposed to do this. I need to be doing this. So we're going to go through all these things. And hopefully by the end of this, you're like, okay, I have my game plan for being successful for all year round, all of 2023, not just January, not just February when you're feeling motivated, but for the full year of 2023, or if this is in the future, 2024, 2025, or any year that you're listening to this too. So let's go ahead and start it off with step one. Step one is setting a goal. And you might think, well, duh, Brie, I know I'm supposed to set a goal. Okay. Hold up right there, Mrs. Know-it-all. We need to be setting a SMART goal. And you may have heard this acronym before. So I'm not saying SMART in like the actual word. This is an actually an acronym that stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Realistic, and Timely. And so I want to give an example of how you would go through your goal and decide, okay, is this a SMART goal? And what you would do is you set your goal and then go through each of these, you know, go through the SMART acronym, right? So let's just say you had a goal of... 60 pounds in 60 days or 12 pounds in 12 minutes, right? You see this all the time when you're at the grocery store, on the magazines, advertisements on the radio, they always promote these like quick fat loss stuff, right? Let's look at it. Let's look and see if it's even a smart goal, right? So is 60 pounds in 60 days specific? Yeah, it is specific. It definitely is. It's telling us exactly what you're wanting to obtain. I know exactly what your goal is. is. It's specific enough where I can understand it, right? Is it measurable? Yeah, 60 pounds in 60 days is absolutely measurable. Uh, At the end of 60 days, we can go back and look and say, okay, let's measure. Have you lost 60 pounds in 60 days? And we can measure if you were successful in that goal, right? Is it achievable? 
This is where we get into the issue of this goal, right? 60 pounds in 60 days is not achievable. The normal rate of weight loss is anywhere from half a pound to a pound per week. And so if you're someone who's trying to lose 60 pounds, that's going to look more around anywhere from a year to two year process, right? And there's a bunch of factors that go into that, but roughly a year to a two year process of losing that weight. So it's not achievable. So we can stop right there in assessing, is this a smart goal and know that it's not right. So let's set a different goal. Let's say we want to lose, you know, I'm using weight loss for an example, just because it's the easiest for me right now, but six pounds in eight weeks is your overall SMART goal, right? So it's specific. Yep. Six pounds, eight weeks. We know exactly what you're trying to achieve. Measurable. Yes. At the end of eight weeks, we can measure, okay, did we lose six pounds? We can definitely measure that. Uh, achievable. Absolutely. Six pounds in eight weeks is definitely an achievable goal to have. So that checks off that mark. The next one we're going to is realistic. Now, this is one that you're going to have to analyze and kind of go through your life yourself and try to figure out, is this realistic for where I'm at in my life? And that's how I like to use this term is, is it realistic for me right now? Okay. Now, before we go through and analyzing that, I just want to put a little, little side speech here and just saying, we are always going to be busy. If anything, life just gets busier as you get older, right? People have kids, people have dogs, you have, you know, the holidays, you have um, your full-time job. Life is always going to be busy in some aspect, right? So there's a difference between your normal life and trying to figure out how to adjust your lifestyle to and goals to be achievable and realistic. But then there's also being real, real with yourself and being like, okay, I have eight weeks and I only lose six pounds in eight weeks, but I go on vacation for four of those weeks. This might not be the best time to be trying to lose six pounds in eight weeks when you're going to be going out of town for those four weeks. I'm not saying it's not possible. Anything's possible, right? If there's a will, there's a way you could absolutely be, you know, losing some pounds while you're on vacation, but that's not realistic for 99% of people, right? You want to go on vacation. You want to enjoy your time, eat the food, be with family, friends, all that kind of stuff. So is that realistic? So when you're analyzing this part of the smart goals, make sure you're analyzing, okay, is this a time in my life where this is something that I can realistically do? I always say there's never the perfect time to try and achieve your goals, but there are better times. And is this one of the things where you're like, hey, it's not the perfect time, but let's get the ball rolling? Or is it like, hey, this is neither the perfect time nor the best time with everything going on in my life? And it could be some some real issues, right? Someone passes away in your life, someone's sick in your life. Um, you're having, you know, in-between jobs or something like real could be happening. And so take that time to sit down and be like, okay, is this realistic in my life? Then, you know, there are other other thing I want to throw in there is there's, there will always be a birthday party. There will always be a wedding. I want to say those are specific reasons to say, Hey, this isn't realistic for me. There will just always be special events in general. Again, life will always be busy, but you have to sit down and be like, okay, is this real for me? Right. Okay. I'm going to end that realistic part there. Cause I think you guys understand what I'm saying. So the last one is timely is six pounds in eight weeks, a timely goal for us is eight weeks, plenty enough time for us to achieve this six pound loss. Yes, it absolutely is a timely goal. And so that checks everything off for the smart goals, right? It's specific, it's measurable, it's achievable right now in our lifetime, it's realistic and it's timely. So we've set the overarching goal, the smart goal for ourselves. And so we're going to move on to step two, which is breaking it down more, create actionable goals that you have control over. Let me repeat that because this part is very, very crucial. Break it down more and create actionable goals actionable goals, keyword that you 
have control over. The reason why I emphasize the actionable goals in you is for two, two reasons. One, let's talk about the actionable goal part. The goals that you're setting when you're breaking down your six pounds in eight weeks goal, you're going to be like, okay, I have to take action, right? For you to achieve a goal, you have to take action. So we want to make sure that we're setting goals that rec- that are steps and action steps towards that, right? Like an actionable goal would be tracking your calories or hitting um, or going for an hour walk every single day, um, going to the gym four times per week, right? Those are actionable goals that will help to bring the results of your, that you're desiring, right? And then the second part is you have control over, right? So actual goals that you have control over. I can't tell you how many times I've received a DM or even a client has put on their goals for the week that they want to lose one pound this week. Like their goal is to lose one pound. You will never, ever, 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 let me say it one more time, ever, ever have control of the scale. The scale just responds to what we do with our actionable goals, right? Let me say that again. The scale will respond to the actionable goals that you've set for yourself and that you do, right? So tracking your calories, getting your workouts in, hitting your step goal, getting your protein, the the scale will simply follow you following through on those actual goals. So you will never control it. Don't ever set a, I'm going to lose two and a half pounds this week or one pound this week, because you will be disappointed every single time because you cannot make the scale move. You make the scale move through your controllable actions, right? And so that's why I stress that not only do these goals need to be actionable, but you have to have control over them. So again, just go back to the actionable, actionable part, you know, walking twice a day, um, uh, working out four times a week, tracking my calories. Those are things that are going to be actionable that you actually have to take a part in doing right. Tracking, you have to get onto my fitness pal or lose or whatever, and put everything and track it down workouts going four times per week. You have to actually go to the gym or your home gym or whatever, and make that happen. Your steps, you have to actually get out either outside or on the treadmill or whatever, and hit that goal that will then help bring you to your overall goal. So again, breaking it down more and creating actionable goals that you have control over. I've repeated that like six times, but it's because it's so, so incredibly important that you create these goals. Once you have your overall goal, you break them down even more into something, again, that's actionable and that you can control. Step three, plan the execution of said action goals, okay? Don't leave your actionable goals to chance, right? Don't say, I'm gonna go for a walk, twice a day and then leave it at that, right? Where are you going to go for a walk? What time are you going to go for a walk? When when do you have time to go for those walks, right? You need to plan the execution of those action goals. So if your goal is to hit 100 grams of protein per day, plan out how you're going to hit your protein, plan out your meals, go into my fitness pal and pre-track your meals and say, okay, I have a goal of 100 grams. I'm going to track out what I would like to eat for the day. If it doesn't work, then I'll go back and replan that, right? If you want to get in four workouts in a week, when are you going to get those in? When do you have the time to get those in? How plan the execution of those workouts? And you know, I think about like meal prepping, right? You know, you can you can plan to meal prep. Let's say you're like, hey, you know, on Sundays I'm going to meal prep. That's that's how I'm planning to execute my action goal is to meal prep. Well, you also need to have groceries to then meal prep. So you need to even think before that, right, of, okay, when do I need to get groceries so then I can then meal plan 
on Sunday, you know, at whatever time that you want to, that you want to do that at. So you also need to be thinking before that, right? Even like with the protein goal, right? I said, if you're going to hit your hundred grams of protein per day, you go on my fitness pal and you plan it out. Well, you also need to have some protein items in your fridge. So go ahead and plan out some protein items for yourself that you can then track on my fitness pal that you can then help take your protein goal, which is your actionable goal, which will then help you with your smart goal, your overall goal. So you need to be breaking down those goals into actionable things like we talked about, and then planning the execution of the actionable goals as well. Step four, I want you to schedule your actionable goals in your calendar. If you don't use a calendar already, grow up, you're an adult. You have probably Apple Apple Calendar, iCalendar. If you're on an iPhone, if you don't, uh, if you're on an Android, you can use Google Calendar. I'm on an iPhone and I use Google Calendar. I love it. Plan out and schedule it in your calendar. If you're going to go train four times a week, I want you to put what day, what time in your calendar you're going to go. If you're going to meal prep, put it in your calendar. Put it, you know, if it's one o'clock on every Sunday, do it there and even over plan the time. If you're like, you know what? It's probably going to take me an hour to meal prep, but I'm just going to book two hours just in case. So that way I know I need all of this time to meal prep, right? And especially with setting in your calendar, the reason why you're setting your calendar is not only so that way, you know, like, oh, on Sundays, I need meal prep at one in case someone asks you to go do something, right? But two, we're treating this like an appointment right? We're treating this just like you would schedule your dentist appointment, your hair appointment, lunch with a friend, right? Do not cancel on yourself. Don't no-show yourself. Don't be late, right? If you were to have lunch with a friend, would you no-show them? No, of course you wouldn't. You would not no-show them. You would show up because you respect that friend and you respect their time, right? Do the same for yourself. Have that respect for yourself to show up on time, to not cancel on yourself, and to be consistent in that. Yes. Will things pop up? Will things happen? Sure. Just like if you were scheduling lunch with a friend and you know your car breaks down the day before, you would text your friend and say, hey, I'm so sorry. My car broke down. I have to take it to the shop. But then what would you do? You would reschedule it, right? Do you want to just be like, hey, sorry, my car broke down. Hopefully I can see you in the next six months. No, you'd reschedule it. So if something happens or comes up, whether that's for your meal planning, I don't know, I just keep bringing that one up, but that one just really comes to mind, right? If something happens where, you know, I don't know, I'm trying to think of something that would happen on a Sunday, right? You go to the football game, right? You go to a Sunday football game and the time goes over. And so it eats into your meal prep time. And you're like, you know what? I don't have time for the rest of the day to meal prep. I'm going to reschedule it and then honor that reschedule. And don't just continue to reschedule, 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 thinking like, oh, I'm just rescheduling like I with my friend. No, be honest with yourself. Don't continue to do that. You need to be holding it to yourself to, to keeping this time that you have scheduled for yourself. And again, even if it's your walks, right? I do this. There's a lot of times where most days I'll go for like an hour walk. I'll set one hour aside. I'll go for my hour walk. But on my busier days, I don't have an hour, right? I might have little five or 10 increments throughout the day where I have availability to go to walk. So I'll go on my calendar. I will schedule little five minute increments and it has a little, you know, alert that tells me, hey, your five minute walk is coming up. So that way I don't forget. And then I go on those five minute walks throughout my day. It's not dumb to be putting those like even small things. It may feel small to you, but overall see small habits and things that we're doing. They're ultimately going to lead us to our bigger goal. All right. And number five, stop doing things only because you feel like it. Now, 
Let me explain this a little bit more. This has to do with discipline and motivation, right? I talk about this a ton on my page and I get asked all the time, Brie, how do you stay motivated? And I see this on other people's Instagrams too. How do you stay motivated? I just can't stay motivated. How do you stay motivated? If you are constantly relying on motivation, you will be let down so many times. And the reason why and why I say stop doing things only because you feel like it is because motivation is doing things because you feel like it. Discipline is doing something despite how you feel, right? If you only did things every time based on how you feel, you would never achieve the goals that you have. And we can even break this down even simpler. Do you think I feel like paying my rent at the beginning of the month? No, but I need to do it so that way I have a roof over my head, right? Do you think I feel like cooking myself something right now or later tonight? Sometimes I do, but no, today, in this particular day, I don't feel like cooking myself something later. Actually, it quite feels like a chore, but I have protein goals I want to hit. I have calorie goals I want to hit, and I have overall goals I want to hit in the next you know, months to years. And so that's important to me. And so I stopped relying on doing something just because I felt like it. So every time you wait to feel like going to the gym, every time you wait to feel like tracking your food, every time you wait to feel like hitting your protein, you will be just disappointed over and over again. And so this is where you need to start exercising the muscle of discipline. And when you are sitting on that couch and you're like, I really need to go for my workout, it's you know, you broke, let's let's even go back, right? You have your overall goal, right? You broke down your goal and created actionable goals, right? So you're going to go to the gym four times per week. You plan the execution of the goals. You're going to go every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 7 a.m., right? And then you're sitting or laying in your bed at 6 a.m. because you need to be at the gym at seven. And you're like, I really don't want to go to the gym, that is because you're going based off motivation. And instead of being motivated to go to the gym, you'd be like, hey, I have goals and I've set it, I've scheduled this in my calendar and I don't feel like going, but that's not the point. I'm going to enact the discipline and go despite not feeling like it, right? So motivation is doing something based on how you feel and discipline is doing something despite how you feel. And think about this, 99% of the time when you cancel on yourself, it's because you don't feel like it, right? When you cancel on yourself going to the gym in the morning, you wake up and you're like, I don't feel like going to the gym. I feel tired. You know what feels better? It, I feel like I want to go back to sleep, right? You're doing, you're making all of these decisions based on how you feel versus if you're just like, Hey, it's time for the gym. I'm getting up and you just go because it's what you plan and what you have to do. Now I will be the devil's advocate on this. And I will say, yes, there are times where you do need to listen to yourself. If you've been, you haven't slept for three days straight. I'm not saying go to the gym, right? I'm a reasonable person guys. Okay. But most of the time you're not going because you, you just don't simply just don't feel like it. There's a balance of figuring out where I need to enact discipline. And when I need to be like, Hey, you know what? I haven't slept in three days and I probably should sleep tonight instead of going to the gym. So let's recap all over these five steps. So again, the first one, set a smart, smart goal. Then I want you to take that goal and break it down and create actionable goals that you have control over. Step three, I want you to plan the execution of the action goals that you broke down. And then I want you to step four, schedule those action goals into your calendar. And then when all that's said and done, when you finally get to step five, step five is going to come up a lot because you're going to have to enact, again, discipline is stop only doing things because you feel like it. I want you to start enacting discipline into the goals that you've set for yourself. And once you can do that, you can start crushing your fitness goals 
all year round and not just when you have these little moments of motivation, right? Because you're not only breaking down the big goal into more actionable goals, again, that you have control over, because I'm sure we've all set goals that we thought we had control over our goals that we thought we could do, but they weren't. And then you executed those things or you plan the execution and schedule into your calendar. And so you'll be able to do these all year round. So those are my five steps to how to actually crush your fitness goals. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I cannot wait to talk to you guys on the next one. Thanks for listening to another episode of the damn strong podcast. Show me some love by leaving a review and sharing a screenshot of this episode on your Instagram stories until next time. Stay strong.